What is happening, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome to episode 55 of your favorite podcast, the Grower Die Podcast. I am your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. Dude, man, I hate when I go a couple days without talking to you guys because I miss y'all so much. Today, we're going to talk about Joe Sugarman and Grace McCarthy's elite success over the weekend for Team Mahaley. They threw it down on stage. They did an absolutely phenomenal job. We're going to talk a little bit about their prep. So we're going to talk about peak week and mentalities for peak week. We're going to talk a little bit about coaching on show day. Client expectations. What should you be expecting? And also, today is Sunday. The day we're recording, it's my eight-year anniversary of being a trainer. So this is really fucking cool. I'm really excited to get this one out there for you guys. I'm going to talk about things I've learned over the last eight years, what I see coming in the next eight years. We're going to talk about where your mindset should be as a high-performing individual towards your craft. Episode 55 brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley20 to support the podcast. Please review us, give us five stars, share us, tell your friends about us. We appreciate you guys a ton. I am going to see you inside. So another really successful uh, weekend. Well, can I say another? I, every weekend successful. For us. Every weekend is successful. <laughs> I guess, you know, this year there's only been like two competition, um, you know, weekends, which yeah. is really fucking yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're two for two on successful competition weekends uh, here <laughs> with the team. Um, Joe Sugarman, Grace McCarthy, absolutely amazing fucking job done this mm-hmm. week, you guys. Really, really fired up with it. Um, Joe, uh, again, um, he got more dubs. He got a second. And he got the most mysterious third I think I've probably ever seen um, yeah, yeah. in the sport. You know, but everyone um you know judges have their own set of criteria yeah and what like very clearly happened here because you know joe was doing open bodybuilding and classic physique this Mm -hmm. is the last show he was going to do in classic physique okay i really really do a classic to get stage experience i kind of mentioned that to you um at the gym yep on Saturday when we were training, um, this, you know, his future is bodybuilding. His, sure. you know, he's, yeah. that, that's really where he fits in. That's where his personality is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of judges and show promoters really don't want to promote, uh, people doing bodybuilding and classic physique. Why? Yeah. Isn't it goofy? It's is also, the show was also in Michigan. <laughs> and like, I heard Justin Mahaley was like, coming. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. all shade put to the side. Michigan kind of has the worst run bodybuilding shows of any state. Really? Um, I don't even think it's close either. Um, no, like it's really bad. It's very, very bad. I mean, it was in a hookah lounge. No, that was, <laughs> no, 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 that, that was, was Vegas. Great. That was great. But fuck, that one was still run way better. Than yeah, this sure. Is wild. I mean, the show started 20 minutes late because the MC couldn't That's figure right. out how to That's turn this the speaker one. on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, you know, it, it was very interesting. Um, what I was really proud of with Joe is in his first contest prep, he got absolutely peeled. Like he was inside yeah, he fucking out. It was absolutely insane. Um, you, you want to see what true 5% body fat looks like? Go look at Joe's pictures uh, from over the weekend. And you're standing right there on top of it. Like it, it hurts to be there. Um, and man, we dude, we did an amazing job last two weeks. Well, mm-hmm. He did. My mm-hmm. job's extremely fucking easy. Um, we pulled off six more pounds in two weeks from his last show. I mean, his last show he's peeled. Dude, is he still working out at home? No, no, no. He's got he, a like, gym. Just got back in a gym. Okay. Like okay. not long ago at all. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 85% of this prep was done at uh, home. At, fuck more than that. 90%. Wow. was done with just bands at home. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we, two weeks ago in his first show, I liked how he looked a lot. Um, he was really conditioned. He was, you know, pretty full on stage. We probably could have pushed fullness a little bit harder. And then, you know, we bounced back. He found another show. We really wanted to get some more wins. Uh, and so we had two weeks to work. I wanted to see how far we could push. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see like how fucking peeled we could get six more pounds in two weeks. He was way fucking fuller on stage way better look um and you know the the biggest item here at the end that i think really capped it off is we like pulled so many stressors back at the end yeah um like we got to cut cardio this go around nice. um the, the first time we didn't because you know and 
And at peak week, I think people do wild things. Um, so in, in bodybuilding, the final, you know, five to seven days leading up to a show is considered your peak week. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's really overblown. Okay. It's vastly overblown. In the sense um, of like all like the people think that it's like extremely like it's this overwhelmingly important. It's week. crazy. Like, yeah. 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 And it's like if you're ready, not a lot should, you know, change in terms of the protocol. Your okay. physique should be changing because at that point we're manipulating the final stress variables. Mm-hmm. Like Grace lost like five pounds or something in our peak week. Wow. We, we were just manipulating stress. Okay. That's literally all okay. it was. Uh, we obviously, we added some food back in. Uh, I shouldn't say obviously. It's just, I guess not really normal. I would Joe, we didn't add food until the end. Um, no, actually, sorry. This last peak week with Joe, the first one we yeah, did. I was going to say. We kept it, but this last peak week with Joe, uh, we did add food uh, there bef- before the end. Um, he just, they both just kept getting fucking better. So you just keep fucking feeding them. And that's also a sign of really fucking healthy metabolism too, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, is good to have at the end. Uh, but that's, you know, that's what happens when you know, the, the client's communication and, you know, their consistent biofeedback, especially when you start ramping up the, the communication, mm-hmm. like I need to hear from you you know, X amount. Yeah. You know, well, I you mean, do check-ins what? Like every daily. Well, it was like hourly. And then right? at the end is multiple check-ins a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because I, I need to continue to be able to assess and, mm-hmm. and manipulate the stress. Um, and just how, you know, how can we best uh, mitigate it? Yeah. So Grace and Joba did a really fun, good job. Adding food healthy metabolism, really healthy physique, extremely adaptable. Like neither of them like worn down and just beat to absolute shit in the ground at the mm-hmm. end. Like we well, a great job. Like communication is what makes that happen. You know, if you were not transparent in your communication with your coach, mm-hmm. we we're assuming everything's fine. Sure. If we're not told something, we have no idea. Sure. You know, sure. Um, yeah, we're not mind readers and we're not like, Assessing your check-in, looking for underlying subtle messages. And I've had clients like that in the past. Oh, like, really? I don't have any right now. But it's like, how can, like I don't even understand that. You would like, like you could tell they were like almost salty or something. Like you weren't picking up on like what they were putting down. Yeah. It's like, like why no, didn't like, you? Why didn't you know what I was yeah, talking no, about? My 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 job's what? Coach. Yeah, my job's <laughs> like reading the shit. Yeah. Are I you just, kidding me? I just got rid of the you know the last client I had like that. Dude, I, got, I mean, I told it, her like it, five or six weeks ago. God. I was like you. This isn't going to happen here anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's surprising. If you're that type of person, you bring that into like your, 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 performance and coaching i know dude and come that on. you imagine what they're like that's tough well that's tough yeah it's very tough especially for a coach yeah and it, it puts you in a weird position because like dude like if my girlfriend sends me mixed signals i'm not gonna try and catch them <laughs> and that's my girlfriend <laughs> if a client tries to send me mixed signals like luckily i have none of those anymore we got a lot Holy of shit, shit to do yeah dude like it is like oh my god like you know, a, a coach's job is to coach. A coach's job is to educate, and a coach's job is to be there and be yeah. adaptable for you to make sure you know what you are doing and 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 what's being worked on is you know appropriate for the end goal. Okay, so with Joe really fucking fired up about it, we dialed him in. He lost in the open bodybuilding to the overall winner. It was just fucking huge. Dude, um, yeah, actually, a friend of mine, Ben Pollock, mm-hmm. um, he, he he used to be with Revive. I know he does some stuff with Iron Rebel. He actually used to live here in Austin. Really? Uh, the guy that was him? Joe, yeah. That was him? Um, ben Pollock, he's like a world-class powerlifter as well. Uh, like, okay. Like, he, anyway, he, he might be like one of like the you know, best in the world. Did like, you know he was man. coming? No. No, he just no, had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Because he, he didn't really post about it on social media or sure, anything. Sure, sure. Um, and so, you know, Joe lost him. Well, you know, Ben's also like 13 years older than Joe. And yeah. He's been doing this his whole life. Yeah. And like, you know, Joe's the only fresh. two people, the only two people that beat Joe are two people who are going to be top five, you know, pro qualifier guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only people who beat Joe in bodybuilding. That's really impressive. Yeah. You know, he, he, he crushed everyone else. And, you know, Joe uh, started with me, what, 11 months? Yeah, about 11 months ago. And, you know, we've only been enhanced for half that time. It reminds me of your, uh, 
300 to Mr. Yeah. Ohio prep. Yeah. I and mean, that was fast. It was so fast. Like, Joe's was yeah, fast. Yeah, with Joe's, it was so, we just changed his fucking physique. Like, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, he looked average. Um, <laughs> he looked average. Just, yeah. He's just a guy. Oh, 11 a months guy. ago. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 11 months ago, like, he had a gut. He had no muscle. And, you know, he was just, he was literally starting from scratch. And like, now, like, a beginner. I love the term you said. He's inside out. Yeah, now he's yeah. inside out, fucking peeled, huge on stage, you know, winning like yeah. four first place, three second places. Like that's absolutely nuts. And NPC yeah. shows that's bonkers, especially for your first show. I, I just told you the other day, or I told Saturday, I think, you know, I, my first ever NPC show, I'd finished last place. Yeah. Last fucking place. Yeah. You were telling us that. Yeah. And like this dude, like first two shows, <laughs> like, my second show, I didn't fucking place either. Yeah. And four first, three seconds, one third. So really fucking good, good uh, job done there by Joe. We're going to get into an improvement phase. We're going to push here uh, pretty hard. Going to take time off the gym. Uh, he's taking a full seven days off the gym minimum off nice. cardio. Um, you know, we're starting the reverse diet phase. Really just pulling everything down to complete minimum. Uh, going to get him healthy. And then we're going to push really hard. Um, but man. You already proved you can get inside out. Like the rest is easy. Yeah. Grace, uh, you know, Grace is a star, dude. She saw me. She was 18 when she saw me nine months ago. Okay. So that was dude, like these two transformations are bonkers. Yeah, man. Absolute bonkers. Yeah. And she's 19 now. We've only been together. Yeah. yeah nine yep. months. And like when, again, when Grace saw me, she was a beginner. Yeah. She was a true fucking beginner. Yeah. Like she wasn't a bikini. Did she, did she, she want to she, compete right yeah, away? Yeah. Really? Well, she, she like wanted to work towards it. Okay. So she had the intention. of. Competing. Yeah. 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 Okay. She, she had the intention of competing and, um, you know, I, like I appreciated that a lot about her Yeah, because like, it's not like she was a structurally gifted, mm-hmm. you know, person. Mm-hmm. It's not like she had this overpowering physique. It's mm-hmm. not like she had, you know, she was like mature for her age in terms of her physique development. And dude, she just fucking got to work and she yeah. chipped away and every single day, you know, what's cool about grace. Like, dude, she's like a silent killer. Okay. She doesn't really post much. She, she does not. She, yeah. She, she doesn't post much. Joe doesn't either. Yeah. Neither of them post very much. They just like fucking work. And cool. you know, like, like yeah. that's cool. I, I appreciate that because they're not doing this for clout. They're focusing on themselves. Yeah. yeah. And you notice like people who do it for clout, they don't work out on my team. Not like none of them ever, ever, ever work out. Yeah. Like you're, they're doing this because they want to be high level competitors and they want to be winning shows and they want to be, you know, kicking fucking ass along the way. Yeah. And you know, as a coach, that's what you want to coach. I mean, what, look at most of the NFL or NBA players. How active are they really on Instagram and like social media? I know it's not wild. They're not really there much. Yeah. They're not there much at all. Like, like the, the, the mentality of these people is just, I'm just going to silently kill you. I'm just going to work. Silently yeah. fucking work so goddamn hard. In my craft. And I make this happen. Yeah. So nine months for Grace, 19, like obviously natural. Um, For a female, I would not start female on a cycle ever under the age of probably 22. Uh, I have not ever done under the age of 22 to this point. Um, I take that back. There's two instances. There's two. Both of them had already won overalls okay on npc shows okay. they're both still with me well had, so they've had experience yeah. they had experience they both won overalls in npc shows and both of their goals were very large yeah and so you know you have this conversation with sure. these people about sure. okay so uh i think they're actually about 20 i believe they're about 20 you have this conversation about this is what this is what's up this mm-hmm. is where you're at currently in your in your development yeah. of like like maturity okay like you're physical development yep um and you know this is what your goals uh you know this is what this this is the mountain that you're gonna have to climb for your goals Mm -hmm. to be achieved yep um obviously neither of them were bikini girls yes (laughs) like you you can go pretty fucking long ways without anything (laughs) there um and you you just kind of like map it out and then you know you you give them all the tools just make an educated decision you know they both wanted to yeah but other than those instances um and so you know, Grace is going to stay right there, right where she's at. She went out. I mean, she she beat some really good competitors and she was in some pretty decent sized classes. And, you know, but but the biggest thing, what, what I look for when a client is on stage the first time, how comfortable do you look? Yeah. Are you a natural performer or are you fucking awkward? She absolutely crushed it. Yeah, it looked we were, like she belonged. Yeah, there. we were watching that live stream at the yeah. gym. Remember all of us huddled around? Yep. We were watching that fucking live stream. 
And dude, she was just like slaying up there, and it yeah, was like her, like her she little was like hair she, flip every time yeah. she turned. That was cool. Yeah, it a little finesse. Like she belonged there. Yeah. Like the sass was really good. Yep. The uh, she was poised. Yep. And you know she looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Suit mat, the suit color was perfect. Posing was really good. We made some last minute posing tweaks, and she executed them very well on stage, which is tough, you know. It, as your physique keeps changing, you have to keep tweaking, yeah. posing. Okay. Because what might be a strong point for your physique four weeks out, or what your best pose, I guess, looks like four weeks out, might not be the case. Really? You know, 12, 18 hours out when we were FaceTiming. Okay. And that ended up being true. Yeah. And we got on the phone, we got on FaceTime. Friday evening and we changed up a little bit of her posing and she executed it perfectly. She like soaked it up like a sponge. Like she literally has everything. And then she executed it on stage. So everything you look for in a client for her first competition, for their first competition, I do. She crushed it. But Grace had a wild show day, dude. dude yeah. Have you guys heard shit. about what happened at the Las Vegas muscle contest this weekend? Holy shit. So I was up, um, I, I get up super fucking early on show days. Like 4 a.m. typically, days. 4 a.m. Right? Yeah. 4 a.m. every show day. And I'm, I'm ready to go. I got yeah, to like have a check-in. Mentally tapped in. <laughs> and neither of them were checking in until later in the morning. Okay. Um, I believe Joe's was like 540. Okay. Still early. Time, I had to fucking, I, I, I got to be up and I got to get ready. You got to like, focus. I've, I've got to be on. It's game time for you. And it yeah. is. It is. This shit means a fucking lot to me. And I was up just chilling here in my office. And Grace sent me this screenshot of an email at 4.20 a.m. Okay. 4 fucking 20 a.m. She sent me a screenshot of this email, and it was from the promoters <laughs> that said the venue of the show has been shut down. Okay. The venue. The venue, where the show is going to be held, where they just did their check-ins, where they just, everything just went down. Yep. Get shut down, like... 10 hours before uh, I'm assuming by the, the show city starts. by the city. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Apparently some paperwork wasn't submitted to like approve Dude, that no zone. Way. Yeah. To like approve that. <laughs> Leave zone it to Vegas for. Yeah. Right. Um, for a bodybuilding show or yeah. for like spectators. Sure. Okay. So show promoters driving around, driving around, driving around, looking for a place. Dude, it's four fucking AM. Can you, can you imagine that job? No, no. <laughs> you get on the phone, your boss goes, dude, you got to find a new place. What? So they didn't say in the email, like what the place was where the show was being held. Yep. They just sent the address. Got At it. least as, as far as I, I know, they got just it. sent the address. Got it. So Grace shows up and sends me a picture of this fucking place. It's a fucking hookah lounge. It's a hookah lounge. Grace McCarthy's first NPC bikini competition was in the hookah lounge. It gets better. Or no, and she 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 no, she told me it was on their Instagram page. So yeah. I pulled up their Instagram page. I was like, it's a motherfucking hookah lounge. Yeah. Like I have a client competing in NPC show in a hookah lounge. Today. You can see and the nuts. You can see the ceiling and yeah. the, the like if you've ever been to hookah lounge, you know what I'm talking about. That yeah. hookah lounge like esque vibe, dude. Yeah, you can see the designs on the ceiling. It's unreal. Yeah, it's like it's wallpaper unreal. from your yeah. fucking grandma in the 70s, dude. And so you know, they're told in the email, you don't need a second coat of tan. There's not going to be lights. You can't show up sooner than five minutes before your division starts because there's only going to be room in the place when the previous division. Exits so the building. This is this is like a hotel lobby. It's or smaller. It's smaller. It's like the size of this office. Literally, <laughs> literally. And and so you know, she shows up. She goes on like one p.m. Pacific time. Shows up. You know, gets me pictures. We're looking. We're talking. Like everything's moving. They still have the live stream, which is really cool. So we're watching live stream. I see her. You know, get second place. And uh, true novice, fourth place in novice. And then the live stream cuts out like right before she's about to go on for open. And I'm like, no, what the fuck is going on? And I text Grace. I waited like three or four minutes. I, I, I texted her and I was like, dude, like the live stream cut out. Like, let me know ASAP. Mm-hmm. She said, I got third and open, but the cops came and shut it down. The cops came. And shut her down. So I FaceTimed her and we were talking. I was like, what the fuck happened? So 
the cops showed up. They were like, you guys aren't social distancing. Like everyone has to get the fuck out. <laughs> they shut down the show. Oh my God. Everyone's just scattering and fucking leaving. Like, yeah. to, like get the fuck out. Cause the cops are making At least the she fuck out. got to compete. I'm just glad she got that last trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it would have sucked if that happened. Like before a class was like about to get awarded and those yes. girls never got their trophies. Yeah. Dude. So Grace did a great fucking job, you know, in, in the midst of all that. Um, definitely really fucking proud of her. Uh, she's going to be back at it August 1st in Arizona. Uh, so we got about three weeks to improve after that. We're going nice. to take an improvement season. I believe Grace can get on a national uh, stage next year and be be a legitimate top 10 girl. Okay. We've only been together nine months. Yeah. You've seen her before and afters. A lot of you who listen to this podcast have seen her before and afters. Mm-hmm. You Bonkers. did a spotlight on her. Yeah. Yeah. Bonkers. And natural. It's crazy. And natty. Awesome. And, you know, we're going to just continue to focus on the same things we focus on. Mm-hmm. How hard can we fucking train? How much better can we get? How much can we mitigate stress? Big item right now. Getting that blood work back. We're going to make sure she's healthy because, you know, we've pushed hard. We pushed really hard the last nine months. Um, and so, you know, getting her healthy is going to be a huge ordeal here. You know, really excited to do that. I don't know. That's always so exciting to me. So it's so exciting watching someone's health just like come back. Really? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would bet it's say fun to look at the blood work oh, and then be like, and then in what, three, six months yeah, later, like, you see the blood work like again. Nerd out. Yeah. I bet yeah. that's fine. It's like scientific equations and shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so Grace did a pheno- just phenomenal job. We're going to improve after this uh, August 1st showing. Uh, I, I anticipate uh, at, at least one first place finish there. Like she's going to look really fucking good. We got three more weeks to get even better. Mm-hmm. want to see her tighter from the backside. Uh, in this improvement phase, see her body fat percentage right now is in a really good place. Okay. We just need more tissue. Like she's yeah. 19. She's natural. Yeah. Nine months ago, it looked like she was just stepping in the gym. Really? You know, like, like, so what she's done is amazing. Mm-hmm. Need to get some more uh, tissue. We're going to grow some tissue. Yeah. What, what, uh, did you find out what the points were? Like what the not yet. suggestions not were? Yet. We okay. haven't got any of that feedback yet. Um, usually that takes like a week or two. Oh, really? After okay. the show. Or after you email. Um, so yeah, you know, she did a phenomenal job and you know, it's, I guess it's just also impressive, um, you know, watching a young woman just really be very dedicated, uh, very competitive, mm-hmm. this driven, yeah. uh, there's something very empowering about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, you know, great job, uh, Grace and Jay you guys, absolutely phenomenal. Really, really happy with the outcomes here. Uh, lots of fucking trophies going on, man. Lots of fucking trophies. Uh, so yeah, really fired up. We're going to keep improving, keep getting better. Uh, dude, I love coach on show day. I want to talk a little bit about coach on show day. I think this will give people some cool insight of like what the fuck happens. So as Scott alluded to, yeah, I man, it's a 4 a.m. wake up call. And usually when a client's competing, the check-in is going to be coming real soon to there. But even if it's not like, I just like, I like being in my full show day routine. Okay. You know, okay. Even if someone's not going to check in, it's like seven or something. I'm going to get up before I am. I'm going to get some shit done. Yeah. Like that. That's what I do. It's going to work show day. Yeah. 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 And I, I want to be here. I want to be at my house. If I'm not at the show, I, I, I would like to not be, you know, away from my domain. Yeah. When, when, when things are going on, you need to be Um, fully accessible. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Because like on show day, like, Man, if you went through our messages, like we we messaged over a hundred times. Well, like I mean, you and Grace were even mentioned hours. between her going on and off the stage. Yeah, yeah. So like it's it's to the point. Yeah, it's to very to the point. Yeah. We were messaging in between her stage times, and Joe and I were on Facetime in between his stage times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, it's 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 very 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 um, it's intensive, and you know, and couple items. You know, number one, I always limit the amount of people I actually allow to prep, mm-hmm. like. I've talked about it before. If I don't think you can get a first place finish, I'm not going to prep you. I'm not going to put you in prep. I don't prep people just to compete. I don't care about that. I don't, you know, if you want a coach to like help you get experience and stuff, that's definitely not me. Um, I, I, I want to get dubs and that's what we come for us. We do, but also, man, if you got fucking 10 people competing in one day, Mm -hmm. how do you keep up with that? 
well, they they all start getting the same fucking response. It's oh. the exact same. So shit you can't focus. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I bet two is firsthand. I bet two is pretty stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah. It's very stressful when you're you know this intensive with it. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to, I could just send them all the exact same guidelines. And there's, yeah. I've literally seen this happen, like with men and women. Like okay. the combination yeah. are literally getting the exact same responses from like the coach. Interesting, because there's just not a ton of thought put into it. Okay, and like with me, you know, it's it's like a constant science experiment too. Yeah, but also it's you know these people work so damn hard to get to this point. I don't want to mitigate the you know value or the attention that they're going to get. Mm-hmm. All right. Like if you're going to have 10 people compete on the same day, you really better have your ducks in a fucking row with them. Like that's going to be a, your very, focus has to be dude, on, your focus is on, but you know, there's, I mean, there's horror stories I've had of, uh, you know, a coach I used to be real fucking tight with. He's, he's forgotten about his clients on show day. Wow. Like not hearing from him until like before the night show. Oh man. Not getting back to, you know, the updates. Sure. 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 Cause there's too many. And yeah. Cause there's wow. way too many. Cause wow. when you don't have standards for competing, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Um, so how many will you take on? Would you take on in a day two or you do like four? No, no. I, so I've, I've done uh, six in a day, um, before, um, and like, that was cool. And they all did really fucking well. And like, I was so busy and like, it was awesome. Like yeah. I like being slightly overwhelmed. Okay. I, I don't like being like balls deep overwhelmed, just like enough <laughs> overwhelmed. to like, know that you can't stop going. Yeah. I enjoy well, it's that. It's also within the, within the context of your passion. It is. Too. It is. Um, I feel like I could like really well handle like eight clients in a day. Okay. And okay. like, like eight clients the other thing is when you're prepping people to win there's also a different level there Dude, I if have, someone's showing up to a show and they don't have a fucking prayer yeah then there's like not really attention they a, need or like protocols they need like yeah. you just kind of you know eat and like go get on stage i have a funny question is how yeah. do you have you had clients i know you have actually we've talked about it having clients in the same show in the same what would be the same you know they might win their class and then yeah. the same overall oh yeah yeah and then how Absolutely. do you do you just tell them both like, Hey, we're, you know, we're both going to push, yeah. but now it's to see which one is better than the other. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is that what it is? Well, I, I, I make sure there's a point of competition within my team. Okay. Like I don't want people like I've talked about this before. There's no best client on my roster. Okay. I've, I've got ridiculous clients. Yeah. Like I've got this, you know, I, I, I have a ridiculous top bunch of clients that mm-hmm. are just unreal. Mm-hmm. Like that all have potential to, you know, win shows, uh, you know, earn IBB pro cards, uh, compete at a high level. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, there's no best clients. There's no like favoritism. There's like, I don't do any of that. So stuff. The, the precedent is set is like you win your yeah. class. And then when the overall comes, you guys are better you face guys off. Better battle it out. And yeah. like, but you should have been in competition, you know, the last 10 months we were working together. Yeah. You know? Um, like you should want to hire me and become my best figure girl. You should mm-hmm. want to hire me, and become my best physique girl, bikini girl, bodybuilder, classic physique. Every fucking, you know, in every single division other than fitness, I have high level people. Yeah. And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's being adaptable. Again, not a lot of coaches sure. do that. Yeah. Like how many coaches have an open bodybuilder win and, and and a bikini girl get a second place in the same day? Like that doesn't happen often. Yeah. Because usually you have a niche and you're just like really, you know, you good pick that, that thing. route. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know, so it's 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 uh it's unique and in that right, but I want everyone to be competing. Yeah. I want all my girls looking at Joe and being like, dude, I want to outperform him. I want all my guys looking at Grace and mm-hmm. I want to outperform her. Yeah. Like I want everyone to be fucking wanting to beat everybody. Cause it's not just a physical thing. It's like watching Grace at 19 be yeah. mentally prepared and be like, Hey, I'm going to go from nothing to win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, if that's not fucking motivating shit to you, like yeah. that shit fires that's me up. Cool like fuck. we yeah. were at the gym fucking training and Joe, you know, was getting his <laughs> awards and grace was on stage. Like, it was yeah. a wild fucking training session because so much was going on. But like, I'm fired the fuck up over the yeah. success that they're having. Yeah. Like that's where you need to be. And you know, I want there to be an element. Like I want you to feel slightly. Uh, yeah. I, I want you to like feel like the pressure's really on. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of clients who tell me that too. Amanda came up to me at the gym mm-hmm. uh, at house against four. We trained that day. Yeah. And we were talking about grace and Joe and you know, she, she made a comment. Um, I can't, I can't remember the exact verbiage she used, but essentially I feel like the pressure is always on me because of how highly performing your clients are. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. That, like, that's how it should be. Yeah. Cause like if you're not, you know, giving your 100% today, then 
you're getting your ass kicked by my own fucking clients, by your teammates. You know what I've noticed is like, it, even though that mentality is still there, there's yeah. still a good sense of camaraderie and oh respect. Oh my God, dude. Some of these it's really like cool. best friends. Yeah. And like you go to Grace and, and Joe's post, you know, after their show and it's like 90% team Haley and these fucking yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, like people get fired up. That, that team Haley graphic you made yeah. for those two, dude, that like... I mean, people obviously I follow it. a lot of, you know, sure. my client, dude, that was on like 50 or 60 people's fucking stories. Like everyone yeah. was sharing it. Yeah. Uh, just like wishing them luck. Like the, 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 the camaraderie we have here is really cool. The in-house competition is really fucking cool. Dude, it's like, but, it's, it's like at the Ohio, at the Arnold, yeah. uh, we, when, uh, Kenny and yeah. David were posing. Exactly. And they're doing a little pose off in dude, the gym. So much fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And like as a coach, he was to be going, but you know, when, when two of your clients, three of your clients are battling out for the overall, you just kind of sit back and it's like, man, you know what May the best one win. Yeah do your job you know, now it's on do, you do your job yeah like now i'm but that's when i get more competitive sure like i want to see it in both of your eyes that you want to kick each other's fucking ass yeah like, that's what i want to see yeah, yeah like yeah when if the other the other one wins you better be fucking happy yeah you're you sitting be the there first you're like congratulating you're like david better hit that back pose because kenny's gonna get yeah. you if you don't fucking focus yeah like yeah, that kind of shit yeah, dude. yeah like you that that i don't know that that shit's just really that's really cool motivating. it's yeah. so fun to be a part of um so show day's a long fucking day man it's it's a long day but it's such a rewarding day Usually I follow the exact same regimen as my, as my clients on show. Like when I have them napping, mm -hmm. I sneak a fucking nap. In. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go to nap my fucking yeah. self, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I get up a little bit before I know that, you know, they're going to get up and, uh, you know, we get back out. Everything's super in sync on that day. Uh, but you know, show day is definitely very intensive. Um, I mean, from all just off the top of my head, I mean, Joe sent me six pictures on six sets of pictures on show day. Uh, let's see. I believe Grace, Grace was either three or four. Um, Joe had, you know, much more time of his show, uh, you know, as well. So that's a lot of sets of pictures to assess and adjust. And the plan's constantly changing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, but the ideology of peak week, I want you guys to kind of understand this. The ideology of peak week is not to like make the physique some perfect like, masterpiece. like, I, like it should already be there it's not like chiseling it from stone right yeah. there in that moment no like yeah. like you shouldn't be making these massive changes the changes you should be making are commonly centered around just manipulating stress mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people get peak week wrong because they like they don't understand that they're manipulating stress. I think they think they're manipulating like glycogen stores or they think they're manipulating mm -hmm. like water levels mm -hmm. or they think they're manipulating, um, you know, just other variables. But like when you pull out cardio, the drastic effect you get from that when you're able to pull out cardio, mm -hmm. it's a stress mitigation. Interesting. When you add food, when you add carbohydrates, mm -hmm. that's a stress mitigation. Mm -hmm. It's not really about until the, until the very end, it's not really about like having these huge full muscle bellies yeah. and having this dry fucking look like water manipulation only works if the physique's not stressed. Yeah. Try pulling water out of a physique that's extremely inflamed and, and, and systemically stressed. Watch what happens. It's going to look fucking terrible. Mm, uh, interesting. Uh, I guess a lot of people, God, honestly, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't even know what to look for. Really? <laughs> Which it's, it's kind of a frustrating. It's, it's kind of frustrating. Okay. Um, because you know, be, being like, like labeling yourself a prep coach is so easy. Uh -huh. And there's so many people that really do take a cheap route. Okay. And that's fair. you know, we'll be, I can afford this person. So, you know, like I'm just going to go with them. Yeah. And when the level, their level of edu education isn't quite up to standard, you know, everyone has a budget and everyone has sure. their financial constraints, but like, this is competition. Yeah. So what comes with competition is, you know, a couple thousand dollars in the actual show. Mm -hmm. Do you want to just waste that mm -hmm. when not being good enough? Yeah. What comes with competition is a manipulation of your internal health. Do you really not want to be an extremely secure hand? Like, do you really want to cut? costs yeah on your finish yeah on your protocols on the level of service you are going to get and on your internal health yeah so i think that's why we've seen a great diminish in um just overall quality mm -hmm. just because the coaching quality is so subpar okay so poor yeah um and you know you see the the, the folks who are with really good 
coaches, you know, consistently getting better and placing yeah. really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've talked about this before. The yeah. barrier to entry is so low. It's so and low. I, I mean, I could go out tomorrow and put on my Instagram profile prep coach and I could probably get somebody to yeah. fucking hire me. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really not that difficult. Yeah. It's just, you know, kind of marketing and being able to sell yourself a little bit mm-hmm. and then saying that this is what you do mm-hmm. when in reality you don't really do much of that. Mm-hmm. You don't really... That, it, you don't really understand physiology. You don't really understand yeah. what that stress manipulation is the entire goal of contest prep. You know why my clients don't have to do much cardio because we manipulate stress so hard the entire fucking prep that we constantly stay two steps ahead of the body. You know why you have to do a fuck ton of cardio because you're 10 fucking steps behind and that's why you're on no fucking carbs and you're trace fats. And you're doing two hours of fucking cardio a day because that, well, of course you put anyone on that diet, they're going to drop body fat. Yeah. You're also going to feel fucking terrible. You're going to compromise your long-term internal health. There's no science in that. And then they're coming flat. Right. I would assume it right? was hard. It's then you're, you're, you're just rolling a huge dice at the end because how much stress can you really manipulate on an overly stressed physique? Mm. You know, okay. Um, or if you nail it for show day, which you might, because like, okay. honestly, it like happens. all you have to do is pull it together for like three or four days. Yeah. Like, that's all you really have to do. Okay. But what happens after that? This is why we see people have such poor rebounds oh, because makes we don't understand that there's severe stress manipulation involved the entire time we are here. The highest Joe's cardio got was 184 as low intensity sets on the Stairmaster. I believe Grace got to 195. So 180 should take about 38, 39 minutes to mm-hmm. do. Um, and, you know, the, the 195 is or, or, you know, around 45 to 50. Yeah. So in there. Okay. That's not bad. And that wasn't per day mm-hmm. either. Um like, man, you can hear some really fucking horror stories, uh, you know, about things that are just like some protocols are just unbelievable. Honestly, everything's a stress manipulation. And if you're going to cut corners with the cost of your coach, you have to understand and accept that the value of service you are getting is also cutting corners. And you have to understand that your result on stage is also cutting corners. This does not mean that you won't win mm-hmm. because winning is only a byproduct of nobody showing up better than you. Yeah. Winning's not a byproduct of you being some unbelievable athlete. Mm-hmm. It's just no one better than you was there that day. See, wanna, it's kind of like luck of the draw. Like yeah. winning is a huge luck of the draw. Do you want to put cheap oil in your formula one car? Exactly. Or do you want expensive oil because that cheap oil can get you far and it, yeah. it might work, but you might fuck up the internals. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it, you, what do you do after to, you can't, maybe you can't race next one. Yeah. And, and, and so it's, you'll still get on stage. Yeah. You might still, you might still place, you might do all that stuff, but you also kind of have to understand that, you know, everyone's value is what it is for a reason. Mm -hmm. And people are constantly earning and proving their value every single day. And I'm really proud of that, you know, within my coaches and within the coaches that I'm friends with, um, who are obviously outside of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really proud that, you know, we all continue to just raise that standard and kind of force the uh, force the industry to change. Yeah. Uh, you know, for example, there's a coach, you know, Mark and I talked about on Iron Intellects. Um, there's a coach that he and I have gotten some people from that have such, I mean, the most alarming blood work you've ever seen. It really awful just from not so bad just from that kind of example you've been referencing yeah and and this person should not be having clients like that yeah like they they know better okay and so you know me and mark making you know all these references about blood work and xyz and blood work and xyz and then all of a sudden this coach talks about how important blood work is on his team and Mm -hmm. it's like oh really Mm -hmm. because i just got a client of of your your previous that competed for four years who's never once had blood work done I have so many clients from you that have severe amenorrhea. Mm-hmm. They never had blood work done. Mm. Whenever I, whenever a contest prep client reaches out, I ask them for blood work. Sure. As you, you, you uh, should have that uh, yeah. on hand. Yeah. How's come they never do? So like, it's not a priority for you, mm. but Mark and I made it one because mm-hmm. he saw us pushing it. He knew that what he was doing was wrong and he changed his ways. Got it. We're changing the industry now. Some people's egos are way too big to ever sure. know, come to that and sure. actually talk about it. And I'm, I don't think they have any idea how to actually assess blood work. Yeah. 
but at least we're getting it done. Yeah. And like getting it done, you know, at least, something at least might the say, focus is yeah. in the right direction. He might get it back and something says low, something says high and he might help fix that. But Dude, low I've, high and value ranges are not value ranges. I've seen for, those charts. Those look fucking great. I don't yeah, understand the value ranges for what truly healthy is are way different than what's on that paper. So, you know, being able to kind of understand that is you know, very, very, very important. So that's just what, you know, that's, I want to continue seeing that standard raise and change. Um, client expectations for my clients. I post it in the group. You know, you guys should be looking at these people. You should be like, all right, I need to go out there. I need to show the fuck out and I need to place really high. Mm-hmm. I need to place extremely fucking high yeah. when I'm competing. Mm-hmm. You know, clients listen to this who, you know, I'm not letting compete yet. This, this is, I want you to do this because it's way cooler to compete and go out and have this kind of success than compete and go out empty handed. Sure. That's not near as fun. (laughs) I can promise you I've been on both ends. Yeah. It's not very fucking fun doing that. Um, clients who have left me in the past because I wouldn't let them compete. It's, I, I hope that you're in a better place now mentally so that you can get to a place where this is you know, your first experience there, the experience you have along the way. Okay. Competition is about beating other people. It's not about just going up there. It's not about proving anything to yourself. And dude, it's not fucking you versus you. Oh my God. That is the most cringeworthy thing I've ever heard in my life. It's not you versus you. Yeah. It's not, Oh, you know, I'm focused on my own lane and I'm saying in my own lane and like what everyone else is doing, like, fuck it. Like there's yeah. elements of that. That's true. Yeah. But dude, if you're like, fuck what everyone else is doing is super stay in my own lane. Then you're not, you're not really assessing what the competition is doing. That could be better than you. Mm-hmm. You're not opening your mind to actually be adaptable to change your point of view on items. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you're just like trying to live under this fucking rock and not know what anyone else is doing, how the fuck do you know if you're even going to be good when you step on stage? Yeah. How do you know what you're supposed to look like when you yeah, step on stage? That's fair. Know? Yeah. Are you, how, how do you know you're not, you're too lean or not exactly. too big? It, dude. I, oh my God. I saw it this weekend. There's like, there's a, you know, a bikini girl with a really big following who like, I respect a lot. Like, I think she's a really good person. She seems really nice. Every time we've talked, she's extremely kind hearted down to earth, but dude, she's like 7% body fat. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not sure what they were going for like, okay. because in bikini, like you need to be around nine ten. Okay. She was, she was so, too lean. Dude, she was peeled. And it's like, why'd you, why'd you guys keep pushing? Like she looked good. Not for bikini, okay. not for the standard. Like yeah, she, yeah, yeah. like her physique's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the that's, standard that's what of bikini, I'm saying. Yeah. like I, I don't think she, you know, did super well. Mm-hmm. Um, she went too far. Uh, yeah. Like way too fucking far. Like she has a great physique. She has great potential. I like, do some really great things. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure you know, about just again, you know, do your research with your coach. Mm-hmm. Make sure they really, really, really understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, and what you need to look like when you show up on stage. It's so important. So imperative. And every division is so much different. So make sure that, you know, that you're really on the same page, you know, with what's going on here. Um, today is actually a cool day. Obviously we, we record the podcast a day in advance from mm-hmm. the drop today is whatever one. It's Savannah's birthday. Savannah's very birthday. fucking cool. Yep. Um, it is also my eight year anniversary of being a trainer eight years ago today. I started LA fitness. It was my first, my first training job. That's so cool. Fucking wild. Is that? Yeah. Um, How does that feel? Dude, like eight years is a long time. And like, what's wild is like, man, it seems like it was way fucking longer. <laughs> Dude, like, I mean, that seems like so many lifetimes ago. Like, it yeah. feels like it wasn't in this life. Yeah. That I was doing that. Yeah. It feels like a different time. Feels like such a different time. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. You know, eight years ago, online coaching wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in-person training was a huge deal. Like in-person trainers were you know, still the king of the crop. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a good trainer, you know, you're outside the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're doing something outside just the gym. Uh, you know, if you're stuck inside the gym, then you're probably you know, you probably don't have the knowledge maybe to venture outside mm-hmm. um or you you don't understand how to maybe pivot you don't understand that that area of business um but you know like the top trainers in the world now like they're all online which they're is all so online cool. interesting it's so cool huh it's weird it's how so that cool. pivot happened i know i don't I know. think anybody would have expected that really um no eight years ago fucking no you yeah. just kind of thought them you know in-person training was going to get even fucking bigger yeah sure. yeah so obviously that didn't happen I mean, it's died. It was, almost, it's probably the thought of like, how do you think, how am I going to assess somebody in pro- I know. online? I know. Over the phone. Yeah. 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 And people, some people still think that. 
I believe it. Oh yeah. Like, you know, another big item with it too, was like in-person training is more expensive commonly than online coaching. Mm -hmm. And with online coaching, you get a hundred times more than you get with in-person. You get a lot more attention, way more attention, You get way deeper protocols, way more developed protocols. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's almost like the coach or the, you know, the personal trainer, if you will, which is now the online coach. Yeah isn't working with you for that one single hour that you're together Yeah, because when that hour is over in person, they're going to move to the next one. Exactly. You're sitting here running through and protocols. You're going to see him again for another two days. Yeah. And you're yeah. sitting here running through protocols all day, every day, all day, every yeah. single day, your entire, the entire blueprint to physique success is right in front of you. Yeah. And so it makes a lot of sense. So when I started training people in person, um, you know, I really wanted to understand the business side of what LA fitness was doing because obviously they make a lot of money through personal training. Um, I dove deep into it, man, their personal training numbers are so far down because their business model hasn't adapted at all. Yeah. And now it seems almost fucking ancient. Like it oh, is like, I don't... ancient sales and marketing. Yeah. Like everything. I mean, honestly, it's pestering. Yeah. That's how they get you to sign up for personal training. They just kind of pester you. And so you kind of give in. It's, it. it's when you sign up for your gym membership. Yeah. You hear from them constantly. Oh my God. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Dude. You just call and call and call and yeah. call. Dude, it is absolutely wild, dude. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously things are different now. Online coaching is a beautiful thing. It's been beautiful to watch it develop. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, right now I'm more optimistic than ever before. Okay. The note that I mentioned about, you know, the, the, the coach that started assessing clients blood work yeah i want i i i see more of these changes coming yeah um i see you know right now there's a lot of coaches Mm -hmm. there's more coaches than ever Mm -hmm. but truthfully in the last 12 months and the quarantine's a big part of it Mm -hmm. you've seen so many of these people die off yeah like so many of these people like the pretenders are just pretending and and they're gone now and you know the the cream continues to kind of rise to the top they can't recycle that program they bought from steve no no they can't (laughs) that's a big item is a lot of yeah a lot of young people uh, not not young people in terms of age young people in terms of the experience in the industry Mm -hmm. yeah you know it's just recycled programming new adopters yeah 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 yeah. it's 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 recycled programming uh from someone else that they got I know people have done it with me. Yeah. I know people have bought my shit and just like literally put their logo on it. Like we caught two huge influencers who hired me like a year and a half ago. Yeah. We caught them. Wow. And we annihilated them. Yeah. But we caught them doing that. You hired me. You took my shit. You put your logos on it. You didn't change any of the verbiage. And in your disclaimer, it said <laughs> hashtag team. Dude, it did. People started. I need to hear this story. Over. We could talk about it later, but I need yeah, to hear the story. Huge influence. I didn't know this. Out of Colorado. Wow. And they, they used to be like best friends. Wow. And like they broke and up. They, they copy pasted so poorly. Literally. They really left hashtag team Haley. Yeah. And they like made it more bootified. Like they made the, the, the like entire protocol I'm more sorry, just about how, booty. How dumb. Everything else is the exact same. They're you pretty have dumb to people. Be. They're pretty dumb people. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. And, and yeah. So we busted them over that. So I know that it's happened. Yeah. You know, I also, I have a lot of coaches who I coach who have asked me, I love this part of your protocol. Do you mind if I implement that in my protocols and my oh, clients? Nice. Fuck yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I, I, I told Matt that after I hired him, there were three items that I tweaked in my protocols mm-hmm. um, to make it simpler for the client to understand mm-hmm. certain elements yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, And, and so I think that you we're going to continue to see more and more and more discrepancy. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I believe there's a lot of discrepancy. Yeah. Everyone kind of knows who the top guys and gals are in the mm-hmm. coaching realm mm-hmm. and everyone, you know, it's, it's not that everyone's flocking to them, but everyone's kind of flocking to their community yeah. and the circle yeah. of which there which is, is why the big teams are getting bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's people who, you know, watch and follow me and they might not fit into the team of Haley culture a hundred percent, but they know that we're legit. Yeah. And they know who we rock with. Yeah. And so, you know, you don't fit in the team of Haley culture a hundred percent. I have all of these friends who have these teams, you know, that you will fit in with, that sure. you do fit in with. Sure. And, you know, so you're also, I, I guess just promoting 
more good impact and good coaches yeah. through just kind of being yourself and yeah. like putting out great value. Cause it's not, all this it's thing. not selfish because you realize like, Hey, they, there's not, everyone's going to fit the mold no. that that team Haley encompasses and, and I, or like I, Dominic train. I always want us exactly. Yeah. I always want us to constantly you know, be putting this culture out there because yeah. we're not a watered down culture. Yeah. We're not a one size fits all culture. You kind of have to come in and fit what we're doing. We're adaptable in our, in our protocols. We're adaptable in the way we coach, mm. but we're not adaptable in what we expect from you. Yeah. And we're not adaptable in how we expect you to be. Mm-hmm. All right. This doesn't mean I expect you to be best friends with everybody. Yeah. Like I don't fucking care if you come on the team and like sure. don't make any friends and stuff, but you better support better support your fucking teammates mm. and you better be a good fucking person mm. and you better fit in with the 0.1% better every single day. The grow or die mentality. What is grow or die? Yeah. How are we the next level? What are you, what did you do today to elevate your team further? Because I don't just talk about the next level on Instagram. I provide it to every single client who comes and trains with me mm-hmm. for some people. It's an expectation they can't live up to. Yeah. They see themselves out. We recently had that, which is really interesting. Some people see themselves out. Other people adopt and buy in and every day they make this seem better. Yep. Then what happens to them? Then they end up like Joe Sugarman and Grace McCarthy. And it's a beautiful fucking thing to watch. I, yeah. I love watching it. Yeah. So a couple of things I've learned or changed about myself in the last eight years. Number one, I used to always think it was about results. It's not always, that's not the king. I bet that's a, a trap. Many people fall in. Definitely. Yeah. They think if they're just getting client results and posting client results, that that's good enough. Okay. And it's not. Yeah. It's about constantly providing value. Understand your value is based off of how irreplaceable or replaceable you are. I, my goal is to turn myself into a coach that's irreplaceable. Mm -hmm. You can't leave me and go anywhere else and get the same thing you got here. Mm -hmm. That that, that doesn't mean you won't leave me and have success, but you can't leave me get the exact same thing you got here. Yeah. I've noticed that that's a many, many coaches on team Haley have all had those WhatsApp messages or DMs that say like, wow, like you guys do much more well, than most I of our would. clients aren't hiring us as their first coach. Yeah. Most of yeah. our clients are coming from other people and they're like, Oh my fucking God, it all makes sense. Yeah. Now. Like, why is this? this like I've been this following. Yeah. Like yeah. those messages about like, I've been following you guys for, you know, X amount of time. Like yeah. I wish I would have pulled the trigger sooner because I didn't realize like, no, that shit's dope. Like it's yeah. cool. But we know <laughs> we already know that. Yeah. Because I shove it down their throat so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Like every staff call we have. Oh yeah. Every staff call yeah. we have, I'm yeah. shoving it down their throats. Hey, service your people, service yeah. your people, yeah. get back to them within three hours, every single time, make this shit fucking happen. Yeah. Provide value, explain coaches, coach, talk like a coach, all this mm-hmm. shit, dude, they get it so fucking shoved down their throat. We already know that what we're doing is better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. The resources we have here is in way more of abundance than anyone else has. Mm-hmm. So we love those messages, but we know we're doing that. Yeah. And that's so fucking special to me. Mm -hmm. I want to see this over the next eight years. We are going to see a trend. We're seeing it happen right now. Yeah, totally. It's happening in very real time. Everyone's kind of adopting this whole team Haley model. Yeah. Well, all like of a sudden, the, it's the team. Sudden, it's the team mindset. It is. And it's the cult. It's, it's the a culture. strong culture. They, they're identifying their culture. They're forming yep. a community. Yep. They're providing consistent education and value yep. on their Instagram pages every single day. Yep. They're hiring like-minded coaches yep. to come underneath them and, yep. and grow. And you know who the two teams who've been the you know the catalyst for this is Team Haley and Team Pro Physique, which mm-hmm. is Paul Ravella's team. Mm-hmm. We're the two who've changed it. Man, operate like a big company. Operate like a huge fucking company and guess yeah. who you become. Guess what huge companies have that other companies don't have. There's other, there's other uh um, you know, item fulfillment centers like Amazon yeah. around the world. Oh yeah. Why aren't they Amazon? Yeah. Because Amazon has way more resources available to continue to stay where they're at. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, what Paul Ravel is doing and, and what I'm doing, that's why we've gone to the top. And that's mm-hmm. why we've turned into the two biggest teams there are. I think there's a misconception of the term leader. There is a huge misconception of the term leader. Yeah. Leader isn't just someone who's out in front of the pack. Yeah. 
A leader is someone who's constantly molding an ever-changing vision Mm -hmm. and is adapting to the current landscape Mm -hmm. while keeping everyone everyone underneath them or, or beside them or around them. Heading in the same direction, Mm. continuing with the same mentality and mindset, understanding where we are, where we need to be and what it takes to get there. Yeah. A leader is someone who's constantly keeping everything in check. A leader is not just someone who talks and boasts and, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. 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 This, this pivot you're talking about, I mean, you mentioning Amazon. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is all the leader. Yes. Yeah. But he knows he can't he he can't build this company nope. in that fucking garage yep. when he was by himself. Yep. And most it seems like a lot of online coaches. Yeah. And, and many people in the fitness space as a whole tend to seclude themselves as like nobody can tell me what to do. Oh my like, god! I'm dude. the one who runs this the show. Dense egos. But yet within the team Haley culture yeah. internally, everybody has ideas, and yeah. many of those times. I would say like 90% of the time, those ideas are implemented in some way or tested and tried. And if you don't want to, if you can't trust anyone but yourself, well, number one, you're very limited in your growth. And if you're limited in your growth, you're limited in your impact. Yeah. So you're not going to be a very impactful person anyways. um, Just because, I mean, one person can only do so much. Like Mm -hmm. strength comes in numbers Mm -hmm. and strength comes in more manpower. I mean, look, you're going to run out of time. Yeah. or, Or energy. You are. You are, or you're going to start having to venture into areas of your weakness that is going to fuck it. You're going to suck at, and you're only as good as your weakest link in your business. And that's you. Yeah. And and, and that's (laughs) you. It becomes you. It becomes you. Yeah. And so the the egos are so dense and and no one wants to just set it to the side that, okay, what do I need to do? How do I need to do this? And who can, who can help get me there? And you have to give up some of your ideas. You have to give up yeah. some of the power. Yeah. You have to give up most of the responsibilities. And, and what, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and no, no, that's intelligent. If you're not able to do that, it's because you don't trust your own decision-making enough about the people you've placed around you. That's and again, you're point. still not a leader. Yeah. Leaders identify people and play them people's strengths and play them to those strengths. Mm-hmm. And leaders find ways to short change or hide every single person's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Again, New England Patriots. Why are they so good? What is your strength? But more importantly, what's your weakness? Mm-hmm. We're going to come. We're going to bring you in. We're going to identify every weakness you have. We're going to see if you fit into our culture mm-hmm. with your mentality. But we are also going to see if you fit into our roster, our team. Can you be on the field given your weaknesses covered up by someone else's strengths? Mm-hmm. If no, then you don't have a spot here. Mm-hmm. So what are your weaknesses? How can we cover those up? What are your strengths? And then if we can just cover up your weaknesses and only make you do this strength, then you are going to be put in the best position for you to be an impactful football player. Yep. It's the exact same thing as a coach. It's It's the exact same team as a coach with their clients. It's the exact same thing with a coach with their team of staff and support that they have around them. Mm -hmm. And so many people won't fucking give it up. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we've seen, uh, we're, 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 we're seeing a big shift right now. Yeah. We're seeing a massive shift and we did it first. (laughs) (laughs) We did. Episode 55. We did. We, 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 you know, are, are laying out the blueprint, the example. We hold nothing back. It's yeah. all out there. Yeah. And so over the next eight years, we're going to see a lot. We're going to see a lot of huge teams come Can up. Can you imagine saying this 16 years? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. That's wild. I'm excited. That's wild. 10 years going to be cool. No, dude, the next eight years, I'm going to have some fucking Olympia titles. Oh, like, man. I'm going to have some clients next winning Olympias and kind of crazy. Yeah, dude. The last eight years is wild, but it's not close. Based next on the eight. last two days? Yeah. The next eight years are going to be oh, crazy. Oh, my God. Last two days, <laughs> we have something coming to Austin that is just going to blow your guys' mind. And everyone here is like, oh, my God, it's another gym. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. Yep. Because you guys are going to be mind blown. We'll, it's going to we'll, be cool. We'll take you along for the ride here very soon. When, oh, yeah. Uh, when we're a little bit further along. But uh, we have something that is absolutely mind blowing that when it comes out of my mouth, your jaws are going to drop to the ground and be like, Justin, you're a crazy motherfucker. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're going to be like, what the about? fuck do you mean? Why? This is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to them about that because yep. this process is about to be wild. Yeah. We are about to embark on an adventure, to say the least. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the first one. I think it's one of many. I think it's the one of many. Um, so continual learning the last eight years. Where I was eight years ago, I was going to the gym. I was doing like 30 sets every day. Yep. I was counting my sets more than I was counting my reps. I would train till I got to 30 fucking sets. Oh Why? my God. Isn't that wild? Just something you told yourself? No, I just, just you read yeah, I read it online. Yeah. Like okay. Craig Caperso or okay. Steve Cook, you know, yeah. one of those guys was yeah. doing it. Uh, diet, man, I didn't eat really any protein. Uh, to be honest with you, I drank almost all my protein. I thought all carbs were created equal. So like, well, instead of healthy carbs, I'll just have Skittles. <laughs> type situation yeah 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 in that wild these mini m&ms and these skittles mix with this protein shake carbs and protein got it. Wild? yeah yeah like oh it's carbs and protein That's like it's funny. fine so you're eating probably pounds of like, sugar oh yeah um <laughs> like all my fat intake was nut butters <laughs> nice. Nice. literally all of it um you know it's 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 been interesting to see how research has changed it's been interesting to see, you know, now and research is still so imperfect and it's still super far off. But man, we go back eight years. There was no research about this stuff. Yeah, there was hardly any training, you know, good training research, good mm-hmm. dieting research, like efficient dieting research, not just how to lose weight. Yeah. Um, you know, everything was just focused around getting smaller and thinner mm-hmm. eight years ago, mm-hmm. whereas now we're fo- a lot of the research is focused around getting healthier. Or bigger. I have an idea. Yeah. Maybe we should consider researching. I would just never, I would never be, it couldn't happen. No. (laughs) It's just too hard. We just too hard for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. yeah, The right team of real scientists. It's so hard for a multitude of reasons to actually conduct research. That's fair. Um, That like, honestly, I would never be interested in it. But at the same time, it's like, God, I criticize it all the time. So maybe I should just. I mean, that's why I brought it up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like maybe, you know, maybe, maybe bring in some PhDs, maybe bring in some scientists and some research conductors uh, and survey teams. and just and hang out with Joe while yeah. you walk through prep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously, seriously, and, and track everything. Yeah. And we can get some real information. Um, so next, uh, uh, I think we're going to continue seeing this research change. We're going to continue seeing education uh, and knowledge develop and evolve um, over the next eight years. I want to continue shifting the industry more towards transparency. We're doing a great job of it right now. Mm-hmm. There's more transparency right now than others. There's like no fucking limits here with me and my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really proud of that. Like we put out so much, we don't really hold anything back. Uh, cause ever we give our clients more and more and more and more and more. It's mm-hmm. never about, you know, restraining anything from yeah. them. Um, next eight years, I want to have multiple Olympia W's, not myself, not personally. Uh, but I'm going to have multiple Olympia W's and multiple divisions. If I had to guess, I would say women's physique, women's bikini, and uh, classic physique, I could have an Olympia W in. Okay. I truly believe that. All right. I might be crazy. Heard it here first. But I, I, I believe that over the next eight years, I, I at least have that. Um, but honestly, the biggest thing, we need to continue seeing this injury push further. Just get better. We need more. We need better. And, and, and you know, it's up to the consumers as well. It's up to you guys to continue pushing this further as well. Um, I want to do my job. I want to continue to, to, to be able to sit in this seat and give you guys value and impact. I want you guys to be able to take it and then share that along with more people. It's, it's like a, like an umbrella effect. I mean, if we become, it, if we become a stronger, healthier society, exactly, we become a better society. We're going to be a much better society yeah. and much greater mentalities, yep. much stronger mentalities, much better people, more successful people, conducive people. And that's so moving that's, the needle. That's my challenge for you. And that's what we want to do. We want to move the fucking needle. Yeah. Like with this next project we're embarking on, it's going to move the fucking needle. It's, yep. it's going to influence a completely different industry mm-hmm. uh, than fitness. Mm-hmm. It's going to completely influence that in the entire city of all and it's really exciting about that we want to continue moving the needle it's not just about fitness it's not just about bodybuilding it's about your life it's about what are you bringing to the table to fucking feast on because man we were talking about it on the drive out to uh to the boat today mm-hmm. myself uh megan haley brandon we were, we were talking about it man there's not a lot of people bringing much to the table It's hard to find people who can show up and eat with you that that really provide value that actually push yourself because people 
are choosing to diminish themselves. People are choosing to water down themselves. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah, like because we're, we're, we're almost taught that we have to. Yeah. You, it's, you feel bad yeah. for being confident I know. in yourself. And you feel bad up. when you look at yourself in the mirror and it, yep. this is related to all fitness people. Yep. You feel bad when you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, I look pretty fucking good today. I know. I look pretty fucking hot. Why do you have to feel? And then you feel bad. That, you know? Yeah. You don't want to tell your girlfriend like, you know, Hey, like, how do you think I look today? I yeah. Look, I think I look pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? And then like, you think that's conceited. Uh, yeah. And like, in a sense, it could be if you're malicious about it, yeah. you have a negative attitude towards it, but most people probably don't. Yeah. And I like, think, why? I, I think people just choose to water themselves down because, you know, societal pressures obviously list certain things. Yeah. Okay. And societal pressures make you believe that you should be this way and they should be that way. And it should all be exactly like this. So I want to just continue challenging you guys and pushing you guys and forcing you guys to kind of step out of that comfort zone. Be yourself. Be authentic to who you are, mm-hmm. to what you believe in, and to what you do. And make sure it's authenticity in everything you do. Make sure it's value in everything you do. And make sure to always lead with your heart and have impact on your mind first. Because, I mean, there's so many people who used to have impact on their mind first. It was so, so, so big. And then the dollars come in and all of a sudden it's not about impact anymore. Mm-hmm. There's been multiple instances in, in running, you know, Mahaley Fit LLC over the last two years where, man, man, we could have put down impact mm-hmm. and traded it out for dollars. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen here. And yeah. I'm damn fucking proud of that. Yeah. Because the, the, the dollars come and take care of themselves. But you know what's cool? It's cool when you fucking change someone's goddamn life. It's cool when you change someone's way of fucking thinking. Typically, that's you, what's cool. Yeah. Typically, if you put in the work and you put in the time and you put 100%. in the effort, the dollars are going to come. It's, it's going to fucking create Because you're going to attract those people. Yeah. And then within those people, more dollars are going to come. More dollars are going to come. So don't worry about it. I was talking to a good friend of mine who's an IBB pro bodybuilder and, and uh, he, he lives out in Vegas right now. And he called me um, Saturday and was asking me questions about his business and stuff. Every single question started with money. Mm. And I told him on the phone three separate times, Scott, three separate times. Yeah. That's how fucking hard headed these people are. Yeah. Three second times I had to, three separate times I had to tell him, if you keep focusing on money, you're going to be in the exact same position you've been the last five years. Yeah. Five years ago is when we became really good friends. In five years, you've seen me go from nothing to something. In five years, you've saved the exact same. You've earned a pro card. Dude, it's hard. In bodybuilding. It's hard to not focus on the money. Dude. It's it, very hard. It, it it's one difficult. of the most challenging things I think is to overcome. But, I would when, but when you love the craft. Yeah. And when you love the result of the craft that you played a part in, mm-hmm. holy shit, man. That's when it's rewarding. And that's why I push you guys so hard in this podcast. Break up with your toxic relate partner. Leave your toxic job. Leave the fucking job that you hate. If you hate your job, you suck at your job. There's no <laughs> other way around it. Build something for yourself that you feel passionate about. So my pledge to you guys over the next eight years, I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep pushing you. I'm going to keep forcing change. I want to see you doing the exact same. I want to see you keep showing up for yourself. I want to see you keep improving mentally. I want to see you keep putting yourself in uncomfortable situations to be able to truly learn yourself, assess yourself, and adjust to what you truly want and need because it's constantly changing. Wherever you're at right now, a year is going to be way different in terms of what you want and need. Are you, you're either growing with yourself or you're growing against yourself because you're path, your perspective, your soul, it's all in a line. It's all in a line of, of wherever you're thinking, but are you actually doing the steps that it takes to move in the direction of which you you're perceiving Mm -hmm. your perceptive reality? Are you actually moving towards that? Or are you just fighting against yourself and staying in the same fucking place when you were meant to be doing way more? Mm -hmm. So continue pushing that fucking envelope. I'm really fucking proud of my clients this weekend, eight fucking years in this industry. And honestly, I would go through it all again for 80 fucking years if I knew the final outcome would be this because holy fucking shit, it's a cool ass life. I appreciate you guys a ton. Some of you guys who listen to this podcast have literally been there since like I was just a trainer for a few months. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's really fucking cool. That's cool. That's dope. Yeah. So eight fucking years, you guys, we got a long fucking ways to go. Next eight years, there's going to be some Olympia W's. The industry is going to be more transparent than ever. I can promise you that. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep growing. Let's keep elevating yourself. Happy motherfucking Monday. Let's dominate this week. And we will see you again next time. Episode 55. Have a great day.